Let's waste uh, no time. Let's get uh, ourselves out to the Sprint special guest line. Sprint, they make it safe and easy to get what you need online. Visit Sprint.com for online services and local store availability. Uh, He makes the magic happen for Sports Illustrated. He is Ross Dellinger with us here on The Big Show. Hi, Ross. How are you doing? Good, good, guys. How are y'all? Hey, we are doing great. Really enjoyed uh, your piece uh, there where really you you talked to all the major players, the conference commissioners, about what a return to college football would look like, and I, I thought it was really, really great. Uh, given what you learned talking to those folks, uh, how hard is it going to be? Uh, well, I think it's getting easier, or at least it, it looks like it's getting easier, in part because these states across the nation are, are reopening. You know, uh, they, the state governors are uh, laxing some of the shelter-at-home things. I mean, there are um, gyms open, and you know, a lot of states actually, specifically in the SEC, there are uh, recreational facilities and such. So we're going to see pretty quickly, quickly here in June, kids, you know, um, coming back on campus to do some volunteer workouts probably, and you'll see a, a training camp hopefully will start by mid-July of some kind of six-week training camp they've settled on. And and I think, you know, you talk to commissioners, they expect it, express an, an optimism and kick off the season on time. Um, you know, however, um, I, I think the stands, uh, there will not be full stadiums. You know, there will be a limited amount of fans and maybe in some places no fans at all. I really like the way I really like the way you guys set this thing up with asking the questions the way you did and getting so many different responses. I'm struck as you were talking about the certainty in certain corners that this is going to happen, and then in others it's kind of well we really want it to happen, we need it to happen, but not sure if it will. Uh, to what do you attribute that? Yeah, it's uh, you know it, it's funny you, you get. Uh, you know, these these ten people, they just they don't agree on everything. And uh, really, it's eleven. They added Notre Dame athletic director. And there are some, as you mentioned, that there are some issues uh, that they just don't agree on. They contradict, you know, one another on. And um, uh, a, a lot of them have to do with um, the inequality, you know, in in some schools coming back when others aren't. And uh, I think they, in a way, a lot a lot of the commissioners have. Um, prepared for there to be inequality, um, but they're they're trying their best to get more of a central date in a universal date to start maybe voluntary workouts and then start some kind of camp. Uh, it's just going to be hard, you know. College football is not set up like the NFL. They don't have a one commissioner, all powerful commissioner that uh, can make um, kind of you know dictator uh, type. Uh, uh, authoritative um, roles. You have these conference commissioners, uh, one of them plus another name athletic director usually in the mix there making making rules and a lot of times not together doing it on their own for their own conferences um, benefit, you know, and that's what we have here, I think. One thing that stood out to us uh, when we were talking about this yesterday when asked about if 
all schools would have to be on board for a, a conference to um, continue. Uh, Larry Scott's answer was, well, we hope that's the case, whereas Craig Thompson's answer was much more, man, we'll, we'll proceed and take what we can get. Did that, did that jump out to you, even though they're both kind of in a similar geographic footprint? They both had very different ways they addressed that question. Yeah, it's a great point. Um, you know, a lot of the Western states are certainly approaching reopening. Their, their governments are approaching it uh, a little more cautiously. They might be a little behind, especially compared to uh, states in, for instance, the SEC footprint. So um, I, I think uh, it was interesting to, to hear both of those guys because I think Craig has, has obviously resigned himself to the fact that, it, you know, even within his conference, they're not going to start at the same time, you know, or, or similar times. But Larry Scott certainly, you know, his conference, a lot, a big part of his conference plays out of California. And California is is really the one state, it seems, when, when you talk to people in college athletics, that they're concerned about, about not starting football on time. Forget about the training and practice, about not starting the season on time. If all others are our uh, plan to start. California seems to be behind everybody. That's a change, of course, but I think Larry Scott's answer um, probably has to do with that fact that that uh, so many of his schools lock in California. You know, I love the quote uh, that you had from Craig Thompson, uh, where he said uh, when he was addressing the idea of everything being on a level field and everyone being equal. He said, there are no equal solutions. I still laugh. There are pockets of coaches saying, wait a minute, I didn't get 12 spring football practices. And then he says, give me a break. (laughs) It's refreshing to hear someone talk straightforward like that. It really is. And a lot of times you don't get that from the high level officials. So, uh, Pat Forty did that interview with Craig, and, and uh, it, yeah, it, it was nice when I got his quotes to put in the story. It was good to see a lot of them that uh, weren't just the boilerplate and cliches and things like that. He he uh, he kind of really let it fly, and it, it's nice to to hear somebody kind of level with you there. And I think uh, yeah, a, a lot of the coaches, uh, you know, the thing Herm Edwards was, was telling me this in an interview a couple weeks ago, but. You know, coaches, um, uh, they, they care really about one thing in a, in a lot of ways, in the grand scheme of things, and that is for everything to be balanced and fair for all of them. And that's just not going to happen this year. You know, I, we did a story on SBI last week about um, – about spring practice, we crunched the numbers on every every uh, every FBS team and how many spring practices each one got. You know, 52 of the 130 teams never started spring practice. Two of them finished spring practice, and in between, you had around 70 teams that that practiced average of about three times, three or four times. So. You're already going to have some inequality, and certainly uh, there are going to be schools uh, staggered this summer when it comes to uh, schools beginning to work out, you know, when they begin to work out, when they begin to full camp practice, and even maybe when they begin to start the season. 
You know, right off the bat in the piece, um, in the first section, who's going to make the decision to restart on-campus training? You mentioned, of course, the commissioners agree about, you know, governors controlling that decision. Uh, But also mentioned from there, the NCAA, and I'll read right from it, from there, the NCAA Board of Governors, um, a 25-person all-powerful governing body made up of primarily of school presidents and chancellors, uh, basically that they will set a date to return. Do we know how on the same page they are for that, and when can we expect that type of news? Well, yeah, I, you know, in, in their their ruling, the NCAA Board of Governors uh, will probably come from really a, a ruling from the, the committee below them, the NCAA Football Oversight Committee. They'll make recommendations. And they're in talks, the Football Oversight Committee, and they'll be in talks the next few weeks. You know, but a lot of that is going to be coming from the commissioners. You know, uh, they, uh, you know, what it boils down to is, as you mentioned, the state governments and their regulations, uh, and that will filter down to presidents. That will determine what presidents can do as far as opening campus and things like that. And presidents report to each commissioner. So the commissioners have a good idea of, of how things are and how the nation, the landscape is. Uh, so they'll be doing a lot of conversations with the Board of Governors and the Football Oversight Committee over the next few weeks. And as far as the timeline, I mean, you know, they need, you need, in order to have football, you got to start practice around July 15th. That's what commissioners told us in our, in our story yesterday. So that means making the decision over the, probably in, by the end of June or maybe early July, you could push it. That means making that decision. So I'd, I'd expect uh, a decision from the boards anywhere, you know, between, say, June 20th and July 4th. You asked uh, Notre Dame AD Jack Swarbrick about the idea if the season is shortened or compacted somehow of a conference-only type uh, schedule. And uh, he said uh, that it's a real possibility, uh, although he thought that Notre Dame would be okay because uh, everybody wants to play Notre Dame. But what happens to a school like in our listenership here, BYU, no conference. They would be in a in a world of hurt, wouldn't they, if uh, if it goes to conference only? Yeah, and that's why you know I think you you got to have something in there like Jack Swarbrick mentioned about uh, playing uh, you know one non conference game, and and that would give the ability for the independents. And of course, the independents could play one another. There's six of them, so that's five games each. That they need to pick up, you know, five or seven more games. Um, and in order to do that, you, you gotta have you gotta have a, all these other teams be able to play one, maybe one non-conference game, uh, you know. And that's that's the easy solution for it. Of course, you know what, what everybody wants is play a full season, um, and, and I think that's possible. I just. Uh, you know, I, I think you're going to get in the issues which, uh, you know, we we'll get into there in that, uh, that story. But when you have a mid-season positive test and you have to cancel a game or, or, or something like that, that's going to be the tricky part because at the end of the year, you know, one team might be finished in a conference, might not have had to cancel two games or, or miss two games. They have, you know, they have had played 10 conference or 10 games, maybe eight conference games while another team played non-conference games. You know, how do you determine champions and things? And that's, we into that a little bit in that story, but that's a big concern too. You know, there, there, there are a lot of issues here and uh, it's really, it's really quite a mess. I think Craig Thompson 
said it best. He said it, it's like at Grand Central Station, and you've got trains uh, about to leave. It's heading in different directions. You don't know which one to get on. There's a lot of paths here that could go. You know, you certainly get the impression that uh, that these commissioners are optimistic and, and partially you got to think because they have to be because the downside is so catastrophic. Just how catastrophic would it be if there were no football season and who would be impacted the most? Well, uh, you know, no football season um, would be, I mean, it, it would be to the extent of uh, potential shutdowns of of uh, athletic departments so for at least you know for at least the time period a certain time period you would you would have mass layoffs um you'd have just mass furloughs uh it, it would um i mean i was talking to an economist about six weeks ago or so about this and he said that uh, he would expect some power five athletic departments to shut down to have to shut down at least temporarily so it, it, it's a significant thing um and uh they're going to do certainly whatever they can to, to prevent something like that. So, Ross, now that you've done all this research, uh, formulate in your mind, if you would, what you what you believe this season is going to end up looking like. What, what, what's your best guess? Yeah, it's it's obviously uh, so much unanswered, and you never know. The virus, we could have some kind of peak in the virus, you know, over the summer or something, and it would throw everything into a tizzy, but uh, as far as how it's going right now, um, I, you know, I'd, I'd probably say we, we start the season on time. Maybe not every single team starts the season on time, but for the most part, uh, teams do, and there are probably a limited amount of fans in the stands. Well, Ross, we certainly uh, enjoyed the piece. It was very helpful as we, you know, all as sports fans and college football fans process this entire situation and uh, wanted to, to thank you for coming on the show and helping us further digest it. All right, thanks, guys. Thanks, Ross. Ross Dellinger of Sports Illustrated uh, jumping on with us, Gordon, and, and laying it out. Again, very, very thorough and informative research and, and piece up at SI.com. Well, they they quote uh, all these different people asking them the significant questions. And yes, there is contradiction uh, within each answer. But you get a general feel of uh, the urgency that uh, the people in positions of power are feeling about getting this season in one way or another. And that that comes across real that comes across real strong, don't you think? Yes, very much. And, yeah. and so we don't know the details and we don't know all the challenges because like he talked about, if there's a second wave, then how is that going to be handled? And what's the contingency plan from there? Uh, there there's still a lot of mystery here, but there, there certainly is a determination, uh, probably, well, there's no probably about it, that comes from the, uh, the money situation right. with it they are motivated to get it in because they need to in order to provide the grease necessary for their athletic departments and so uh, we don't know how but we just sort of know well it it's uh it, there's kind of a come hell or high water they want to force this in somehow it's a big show 97.5 and 1280 of the zone